Welcome back, everybody. This is Hop Nation USA podcast coming to you live from, well, my living room, Steve's living room, and Ryan's living room. Welcome. I'm Adam. That's Steve. Who hasn't talked yet? Steve, say hi. It's my office, not my living room. Oh, I apologize. The office. That's that's my bad. And uh, the third name that you heard there, Ryan, he is a, a I'll say he's a, a guest host at this point in time. He's been on enough. Yeah, but, uh, I think I'm. Uh, I got my recurring role going here. Yeah, well, we're, we'll officially put you in the rotation. Very nice. Very you are nice. No longer a guest, you are now a guest host. And I am actually in my guest bedroom oh, at this very point nice. in time. Uh, the previous owners of this house, this was their uh, baby's um, nursery. I think they call those. We don't have kids, so if you look behind me and you see all this like nursery-looking paint, it is because we <laughs> haven't changed it. So. <laughs> It just gives the office a nice mellow mood. It really does. It really does. I actually Soothing. really, I love working in here. Actually, <laughs> I my my home office is very similar. It's in the spare bedroom, and it's just, it's so much better than my regular office. Oh yes, and, yes. You know, the carpet so much better in there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but yes, this is Ryan from Fueled by Hops back again, in his respective office. Uh, and this is a very special episode. This is episode 150, century and a half. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And we have absolutely nothing planned to celebrate that. That's not true. We actually, uh, we absolutely oh, we do, do have something. Yeah. Oh, we, we're, Steve we're, has something planned. No, we just have something planned in the way of we actually have content. Oh, oh, I completely different. agree with that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do not have anything planned to celebrate 150 episodes. No, no. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> Much easier. So I guess we should uh, go around the room, introduce our beers for the for this uh, episode. Steve, I'll I'll start you off. What are you drinking? So this evening I'm drinking a big old Crowley boy. Nice. Crowley. I got uh, the Southern Tier three times IPA. Ah, very nice. Very yes. Nice. So Ryan, uh, what the, what do you got going on? Yeah, so this one just got sent to me. I'm going to uh, crack it open. It's from uh, Burial. I'm a huge Burial uh. fan down in Asheville. Uh, my yeah. buddy just sent this up to me, and this is Tonin the Barbarian, the IPA. So nice. Very excited about this one. We're uh, we're definitely fans of Burial here on the show. Absolutely, I think everybody is. I, I don't know anybody that isn't. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't not be. Right. I, uh, we, we used to get it at vintage estates, but we can't find, I haven't seen burial out of there in a long time. So yeah. I have a guy who lives right down the street and he loves dancing gnomes. So well, that's good enough. Well, that's just made yeah. a nice friendship. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a real easy trade to make. Everybody wins with that. He calls me and says, Hey, I see this on dancing gnomes website. And then I go on burials website and I say, okay, I see this, this, and this, and Magic happens. That's fantastic. It's a great relationship. Nice. So for me, I'm continuing my quest to empty my beer fridge before I go out and buy more. And full disclosure, I was this close to going out and buying more today, or at least getting it ordered. Uh, Grist House had a couple out there that I really wanted to get, but 
I, I, I held steady. I maintained. I, I still have a couple of beers left in the fridge that I have to drink to get down to quantity zero before I can go out and buy more. So what I'm drinking on this episode is the Southern Tier Cherry Cordial. Uh, this one's been kicking around for a long time. I'm really getting into the back catalog now. It's been a month, month and a half since I've bought beer. Wow. So, yeah. it's uh, I've had it before. It's really good. It's chocolate and cherry. I'm uh, going to crack it open right now and enjoy it again. So, Steve, uh, Ryan, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'll give you a topic. <laughs> I can definitely tell you that one's a bit old because it's in a bottle. Mm-hmm. It's part of the Blackwater series, and it's not on Nitro because uh, yeah. Southern Tier officially switched over all of their Blackwater series to Nitro stuff. So Ooh. I can tell you how old this is. Holy cow. Uh, this was brewed and bottled June 7th, 2018. Oh, so, I, I, I thought you were going to say 2008 for a minute. I was like, that thing's on its way to getting its driver's license. <laughs> so it's a, it's a hair under two years old, and I don't care. It's still really good. Well, of course it is. It's a, it's a Blackwater series, and it's a mm-hmm. stout. It's only going to age and mellow and yeah. get a little bit better. Unlike this three times IPA, I could not let that sit for years. <laughs> no, no, you got to tackle that one immediately. Yes. You have a crowler of it? Man. Yeah. <laughs> this show should end well. Look, I've got a long episode, and then I've got to edit all this stuff. I need something to keep, just keep, keep you with going. Me. Yeah, just keep me going for the day. Also, it's a crowler. i got to get rid of this thing soon. Yeah, you so. can't half-ass that thing. It's all or nothing. Right. I did find uh, in the fridge, and I was very surprised that I found it. It was just like hiding, but I found another 10W40. Uh, Mexican oh. Mexican hot chocolate. Wait, you lost a 10W40? It's not that I lost it. I found one. <laughs> <laughs> you need to improve your filing system. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how it came about. It's just like, oh, hey, this is in the fridge. <laughs> not anymore. Oh no, it's still in there. I'm saying oh, it's it. still in there. Yeah, oh, all right. Yeah, I just found it recently. It, I was considering bringing that on the show tonight but then i was like nah, i gotta get this crowler out of here fair enough fair enough it's uh it's reaching reaching its end of prime yeah because again 10w40 that's a stout for people who don't know so that can sit around for a bit this is you know got got you gotta manage gotta manage yeah. it's on a timetable it's on a timetable oh so what are we talking about steve what are we doing well, I obviously wanted to bring Ryan on because he is the chancellor of the Field by Hops community. And I hear the only reason I'm on right now is because I have an ATR microphone. Well, it's one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I may get a little lax in the coming weeks about who I allow on the show, but obviously we've been trying to keep the, the quality of the sound as best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wanted to bring Ryan on because you are the head of the Fuel by Hops community, and we haven't talked much about um, how, how different beer communities have been keeping up. We've we've touched on the happy hours and things like that, but obviously, you know, you were going to be putting on the Fuel Fest uh, 412. We talked about that. We were promoting that because, you know, we were going to be a part of it in some fashion, and we were just going to go and enjoy it. Obviously, that got uh, 
I don't want to say canceled, but it got rescheduled. Yep. So, so yeah, we wanted to talk about that as well. So yeah, just wanted to check in with you though. Like, how's the fuel? Uh, how's the fuel by hops community holding out? Well, first off, I can tell you that our engagement in the group is through the roof. Like, <laughs> it is astounding. We check the numbers um, every couple of days or so. You know, Facebook publishes your your group engagement figures, your analytics mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I think, actually, I'm going to pull it up right now. We were sitting at, hang on, bear with me here. At one point in time, I think we were sitting at like maybe like 13,000 uh, comments and stuff per month. And just checked it this morning, and we are actually sitting at 24,300 in the last 28 days. That's a hell of a jump. So we had a, an absolutely incredible jump in, in our engagement, which, yeah, 150. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just, just with the uh, people being at home and, um, you know, everybody just kind of hanging out at the house and, and drinking beers and really can't do too much. So um, they come to the group, you know, for, for entertainment. So it's, it's done really well for our engagement numbers. As far as everything else, though, associated with a beer group and the business, it has done nothing very well. <laughs> so like Stephen alluded to uh you know we were looking to put on uh fueled fest 412 on march 14th and i think uh, march 12th was the day that we actually officially postponed it so we were actually two days out uh from the festival and we got to talking and chit-chatting um as, as a group and brought a lot of people into it and just a lot of people with a lot of insight um and said you know hey what do we do here and we had to make the tough call to, to postpone the event and fortunately we did when we did because it gave everybody enough time to cancel their hotels and get their money back and, you know, get their money back from their flights. So nobody really um, got put out too much by it, which is, we're very thankful for. Um, and we were able to, to postpone it on our terms as opposed to, we were worried about like the city coming in and shutting us down. And then it's like, you know, what do we do? Um, so we were able to cancel it two days ahead of time. Um, on our terms and reschedule it and the event is going to be rescheduled for November 21st. So we're super excited to put that back on. Um, but yeah, so it's just things like that, that, that this thing is, it's done great for the the engagement and everybody talking and meeting each other and all that fun stuff that we do. But from the business angle, um, we took a little bit of a hit when we postponed the event. If you think about it, we had beer already in the city at the warehouse. <laughs> um, yeah. Paid for. Oh, yeah, and it's still there, actually. Oh, uh, really? Some of it, yeah. We've um, the distributor has been able to get rid of some of it, but uh, some of it is is still there. So, obviously, there's not a huge market for kegs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it might be a little bit of time before we fully move all that. But yeah, we had we basically had the event ready to rock, ready to go, and we had to cancel it, and it just kind of threw a wrench through everything. So on the on the brewery side, all the breweries that you, you had come into the event, have you got much feedback from them in terms of if they're going to try to bring the same beers back or going to try something different for the uh, the rescheduled event? Or what kind of feedback did you get from them? To be honest, right now, we still haven't really communicated with the breweries about it. And mainly at this point in time, breweries, are they have much more on their plate. Um, we're, we're actually... We, we've tried to have the conversation with some of them, but I mean, they're worried about staying afloat and mm-hmm. keeping their, you know, tap rooms, uh, keeping some beer moving out of their tap room, keeping the lights on. Like they're worried about more important things than, you know, Fueled Fest 412. So um, 
everybody though seems positive that they're going to try to, you know, work it into their schedule. So that's good. We're going to try to retain as many of the breweries as we can. But as far as the beers, I got a funny feeling that there's going to be, we, we started seeing towards the end of the, the, the planning process for Field Fest 4 and 2, the original date, breweries were actually like switching up their lists. And, gotcha. you know, I think at first they were thinking, okay, we'll bring kind of our, some of our flagship stuff. But as we started publishing what beers were coming, breweries started one-upping, trying to one-up each other. <laughs> they would literally email me. Yeah, like we we would get emails from from the guys like at Strangeways and stuff, and they were like, "Hey, we looked at your list, and um, uh, we want to throw this in because you know this barrel aged stout or something that they had laying around, um, just to kind of you know beat everybody else or have the best beer. I don't know, but just maybe more of a pride thing. I don't know, but nonetheless, we saw that happen. So I got a funny feeling that when the rescheduled date gets closer, we're gonna see more of that." type of action we're going to at least try to create that environment again i thought that mm-hmm. was actually a lot of fun you know I, I hey i thought it was too because yeah. i i was following along with a lot of the releases that were coming out and like every day was a felt like a new like ooh 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 i want to try yeah. that ooh i want to try that it started with abjuration you know abjuration was the first one to come out and they did the Reese peanut butter cup mm-hmm. um collab with union brothers so we kind of had that like in our pocket as like, okay, this is going to be this like real um, unique beer that you can only get at Fueled Fest and we're going to announce it and all this good stuff. Um, so that was going to be like our, our pride and joy, if you will, that we were going to advertise out there. So we started like telling brewers, like brewers were asking us like, hey, who all's coming? What are they bringing? Blah, blah, blah. And we were like, hey, you know, Abjuration's doing a collab with Union Brothers. They're making a Reese peanut butter cup beer. And then we'd get like, Oh, really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then, you know, like tattered flag, uh, sent me their, their list, their lineup that they were bringing. And I'm like, I'm looking down and I'm like, there's a lucky charms beer on here. There was, uh, <laughs> some barrel aged stout, I think on there. And I'm like, Whoa, you know, like, uh, where did this come from? And then, you know, we got the list from missing mountain and we got the list from strange ways. And like, we got all these people who were like stepping their game up everywhere. And I'm like, man, this is starting to get competitive. <laughs> um, this is awesome. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, getting those lists in and kind of releasing them to everybody. Like we were we, the week leading up to the festival, we were releasing like two or three breweries at a time. Mm-hmm. And it just became this fun thing every morning at like eight o'clock, everybody was, you know, hitting our blog and, and pulling that post up to see what the new stuff coming was. And, you know, it was just, unique but i i could tell you that on on the consumer side of things that was equally exciting being able to see okay what's new what's happening now who stepped up even more here in the last couple of days that was from our side i could tell you that was exciting as well yeah it was a lot of fun you know putting it out there the problem was all this news around coronavirus was just coming out. <laughs> so it was like, we we're trying to be excited and, and push out, you know, Hey, missing mountain is releasing a, bringing a barrel aged stout that like you can't get anywhere except at fueled fest. And then it's like, uh, you know, Bill Peduto is on TV talking about like no gatherings over 250 people. And we're like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's just getting overshadowed. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I know that was going on a little bit with um, the Hearth for Hops event. That was it was going to follow your event. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the very next weekend. Very next weekend. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they were still trying to do their best at hyping it up and keep th- keeping things going. And it's like I even reached out to them after you guys had postponed yours. I was like, 
are you sure you're going to still have this event? <laughs> and they told me they were. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> it's like, are you, I'm giving you a chance. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, blow up your spot or anything, but it's just like, I just wanted to get some info because I didn't want to promote their event on the show when I was 90% sure it was going to cancel. But yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately it did, but uh, there's, there were still ways that you can support uh, them because that's a, that's a good charity hearth. Yep. Now, one of the things about beer festivals is, uh, you know, everybody buys their ticket like last minute. So, you know, like the early stages, like the last like couple of weeks is when everybody's like really starting to buy their tickets. But like those last few days leading up to it, that's when everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's when everybody starts buying their tickets. So we were like all excited to get to like the final two days. Um, so Thursday morning we woke up and I was expecting to see like email notifications of like a bunch of orders. And when I opened my email, instead of a bunch of notifications of orders, I had a bunch of emails from brewers and, you know, know, people that bought tickets, like asking, you know, is this still going to be on? We're reading this, we're hearing this, you know, is this the right idea? Blah, blah, blah. And at that point we knew, okay, we need to postpone this thing. So we were like, I went to bed Wednesday night, like, like a little kid, like waking, waiting, (laughs) like, are we going to sell out in the middle of the night here? What's going to happen? And I wake up and it's like, no, you're, everything's about to change. So (laughs) it uh, was unfortunate Thursday, Thursday morning, but nonetheless, I I think we made the right call. That that was a bad day for a lot of people. A lot of people. Like you said, it was the right call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a, it was a, Fun conversation with the distributor too. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. It was like, I'm don't worry, I'm gonna find homes for all this stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna exhaust every resource I have until they're all gone. So well, hopefully what I what I would like to see happen is come November everything is opened up to at least a reasonable level of what it was mm-hmm. before. And and brewers and breweries decide to go just just buck wild, just kind of, you know, release the beast, so to speak. And they come up with some some even more ridiculous beers for for November. Yeah, I'm really I, hoping something like that happens. I, I think it will, but I I would be foolish to say that I, you know, I think the the beer festival landscape is definitely going to change as a result of all this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you think about it, when you go to a beer festival, you're putting hundreds of people in a room, elbow to elbow, um, with a, a glass that they drink out of the whole night that they're passing around that, you know, multiple people are handling and, and, you know, different things like that. So I, I, I am interested to see, and we talked about this on our um, live cast uh, fueled live this week, you know, are we going to be walk? Is the glass taster done? You know, are there going to be capacity issues at these festivals? Like, I think beer festival is still going to be here and we're still, we're still going to be able to throw cool events. It's just, I think going to look different than what we're used to. You know, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get plastic tasters. Yeah. Oh, well, and that was something that, uh, the hearth, uh, hearth for hops event was already planning on before they had canceled. They had told me that they were planning on using plastic one serve cups. And then, uh, you would get a glass taster from them, but it would be at the end of the event you couldn't use it at the event. So that's, yeah. that's one thing. Uh, just recently they came out with the, uh, the phases, the phase one, phase two, phase three of reopening America mm. as it is. Um, what a ridiculous statement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's not the, it's not the worst thing though. And, but like it, as 
states and it's going to be up to the states to decide oh, absolutely. what, what yeah. phase they're in um which i don't know i think that's kind of stupid i feel like i feel like if you're in the contiguous 48 you shouldn't be able to move on to phase two until all states are ready to move on to phase two because mm-hmm. what the fuck is inter- interstate travel it's nothing mm-hmm. right anybody can do it um but it, the the main point i'm getting to is that uh, venues are going to have very specific opening up uh protocols and there's like ryan said there's going to be capacity issues and there's going to be uh it's going to be like distancing within venues Mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see what venues can hold how many people can hold and like is it going to be financially viable for those for you know not to put a rain down on your parade ryan but like spirit can only hold so many people yeah we're preparing for that actually i've uh, my contingency plan is that we do two sessions mm-hmm. and it, you know and have yeah. half the people come early yeah. half the people come late makes right. sense mm-hmm. right right so yeah and it just might have to be that way or, or it's going to be a lot more open air venue stuff because mm-hmm. if you're in a park or something you can easily spread out that way yep mm-hmm. yeah i has there been word if the uh, the Pittsburgh uh, the the brews of the beers of the Berg has there been word if that is still on or canceled because that's right on that cusp in early June I haven't heard whether it's been postponed or not no I I haven't heard anything either um, it was funny because when we rescheduled uh, Field Fest uh, Spirit gave us three dates to choose from and one of them was uh, beers of the Berg. Oh, <laughs> and the next one was Fresh Fest. Oh. So we were Yikes. like, we'll take November. It's like, it's like yeah, a no an and a choice. double no. <laughs> yeah. But no, I haven't heard anything about uh, Beers of the Berg, but I have a funny feeling we'll, we'll probably know something here shortly. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of drinking in the third quarter of 2020. Mm. That's for sure. A whole lot. It's going to be drinking and sports. That's there's already a lot of be. drinking happening. <laughs> yeah. There's just no sports happening. Yeah, there's already a lot of <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 doing very well with the uh, with the drinking. I've I've mm-hmm. consumed more in the last month than uh, probably in the last 3. Uh yeah, definitely same here. Easily. But it's all been beer, it hasn't been liquor. <laughs> no, you know what? You're right. I have not touched the touched the liquor since this whole thing has started. I've stuck well, with beer can't... the entire time. It's so hard to fucking get liquor in PA. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got reserves of that too. Yeah, just laying around. I know. I'm just making jokes. Making jokes. (laughs) My problem is, I see all these breweries and they're doing all this takeout and like online ordering and stuff. And I'm sitting here, and you know, at nighttime, you already have a couple in you, so you're (laughs) loose and passionate. And you're like, oh, you know, these guys are doing this. I need to support them. So it's like, give me go on there. You get a couple four packs, you know. Yeah. And then it's like the next day, it's like, oh man, I got to help these guys out. You know, so you get a couple four packs. And now you, when you look back, you're like, whoa, how many four packs do I have? <laughs> that's that's what? where I'm at. Yes. What's worse than drunk shopping online on Amazon is drunk shopping online on <laughs> breweries. Yes. <laughs> so this online ordering stuff, I thought it was great at first, but it's it's becoming deadly. Yeah, uh, Grist House is going to be getting my money as as soon as this uh, as soon as the stock goes down enough. Yeah, they're getting my money, and I'm taking a trip out to the missile site. No nice. doubt about it. <laughs> nice. nice, missile site's nice. 
I haven't been there yet, actually. I, I live in the South Hills, but I haven't been there yet. I, I, I was surprised at how close it is to actual uh, Adam's house. Cause hmm. I, yeah, it's not far. No. But it's yeah. Collier, right? Collier Township? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not even that far from me. I'm trying to think if it's if that actually might be closer to me than abjuration. It's usually, probably an easier drive, at least. Yeah, yeah. Just because, like, I, like the the four closest breweries to me that I'll drink at are Abjuration, uh, Helicon, uh, Cobble House, and then, um, well, now Grist House. Yeah. Well, that now that beers that are available because you can't really drink at Grist House in Collier yet. Right. You have uh, what altered genius out there too now, right? I don't. I don't know that they were able to open up before everything closed down. Mm. Yeah, I think they they just missed it. I think they're just over the wire. Did you yeah. see the brewery, um, the McCall Collective? I think is what it's called. It's no. uh, somewhere no. in. It's in Allentown, like like the other Allentown, the bigger Allentown. Right. right. Oh, okay. <laughs> not um, the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, not the neighborhood where Fresh Fest is going to be, but the actual city of Allentown. Out by Bethlehem. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little brewery out there called McCall Collective. I think they literally just like like just opened when this all started um mm. they got their first beer brewed and now they're uh they're either giving it away or they're they're either selling it and giving all the proceeds to covid-19 people that you know people got impacted by losing their job and stuff mm-hmm. or they're doing all the tips or something like that but nonetheless it's like their first beer they've ever made <laughs> they were supposed to sell in their tap room now they can't sell so they're like i'll oh, we'll just give it away or something like that so really awesome um, way to kind of enter the business i would never probably would have never heard of them if it wasn't for that so right i, I could imagine imagine that from the business perspective of you finally got everything taken care of you finally got through all the red tape and now it's time to to open the business and then boom yep there's yeah. here's history in the making right in your mm-hmm. face yeah well uh acrospire that opened up in Shaler. They mm-hmm. they opened up February thirteenth, fourteenth, or whatever, and so they only got a month of business before everything went to shit. It was the same thing with uh, Seven Sirens, which is also out near Allentown. It's in Nazareth, PA, or mm-hmm. Bethlehem. It's in Bethlehem, PA, um, near Nazareth. But they beautiful place, huge, massive. I think it's a multi-level tap room. Um, like an old building that they renovated, but I've been following it on social media for a while. It's been like one thing after the next, but they finally got open in March. <laughs> so they, they were literally open for like a couple of weeks and then this all happened and it's like, boom. So they literally had to pivot very quickly and now they're doing deliveries and, you know, mm. pick up and all that good mm. stuff like everyone else, but that'd be tough. Yeah, that would suck. Mm. All right. Well, we're kind of ticking down to our last couple minutes here in this first segment. So let's go back around to what everybody's drinking. We'll give a quick review. How, you know, how do we enjoy what we're drinking right now? Mm-hmm. Why don't I, Adam, why don't you start? Sure. I'll go first on the, on the cherry cordial, as Steve mentioned, part of the Blackwater series from Southern tier. You like that? Uh, I really like this beer. This is a, a good 10 percenter. Uh, it's, it's got a lot of good cherry flavor to it. It's got a good level of chocolate, nothing too obnoxious. I really like it. I'm glad I kind of stuck around with this one. This one's been, like I said, in the fridge for a while. I'm kind of glad it has. And especially like today, I saw snow today. I Ooh. saw snow out the window, which is bullshit. So this is the perfect beer awesome. for, for a day like today. 
And it just goes to show you that any weather is stout weather. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> Steve, I bought that yourself? shirt, too, by the way. I, I have the, um, the stout weather t-shirt from mm-hmm. the Hop Nation store. Oh, nice. I, um, yeah, so uh, funny story. When I ordered it, I believe it was like I, I was probably three or four beers into the night. <laughs> whatever i saw and i ordered it so when i saw that i had i got like an email from teespring or whoever you guys use t public whatever mm-hmm. and uh, it was like your order's on its way and i'm like oh crap what shirt did i order <laughs> <laughs> so it was like this like uh this game of going to the the post office like opening it up and you know so it was like a surprise <laughs> but yeah i got the any weather is stout weather that's uh, awesome sure and you. i got lots of compliments on it too awesome so, very well so you can you can direct everybody to the tpublic.com slash hopnationusa website. <laughs> you guys got to get your logo on there somewhere, you know. Uh, I, I like selling some shirts that are just, you know, just shirts to sell. Yeah. Because that, that's an easier money maker than, because mm-hmm. I've sold right. like, what what are we selling now? We're selling the Karens with Attitude t-shirt. <laughs> yeah that is a great shirt yeah I, we, we we sold one of those already so yeah it's a, it's a nice shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> check it out <laughs> so steve on the uh the crowler how are things on the crowler front so coming back to this uh this year i uh i really enjoy this i mean i've already had it before but this is the first time i'm having it on the show it's a it's a surprisingly clear beer, as you can see from the photo, for being a three times IPA, but yeah, not quite 10%. It is nine and a half. <laughs> so sad. Just a little guy. Just <laughs> yeah, a just a little guy. guy. Uh, it is made with Columbus and Cascade and Simcoe hops. So there's a, it, this is one of the big piney ones. The, this is something you would not like at all, Adam. Because I is, no, I would imagine not. Yeah, it's it's Pine Tree City over here. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm going to do that, I'll just go to Stick City. Thank you very much. Yes. But yeah, that's a that's the beer. It's it's really good. I enjoy it. I still think I like the two times more than three times, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 kind of it's it's a nice progression. The same way Dogfish Head has. 60 and 90 and then 120 uh southern tier has regular ipa and then double and then triple and then they'll eventually get to an ipa that can rival the 120 (laughs) maybe maybe i hope that happens go for it do it southern tier (laughs) (laughs) you won't stupid you won't chicken (laughs) ryan final thoughts yeah, so I'm drinking again the uh, the burial uh, tone in the barbarian, and this one is uh, it's kind of dip a territory. It's a seven and a half percent beer. Really enjoying it. it. Has mosaic, simcoe, mandarina, sabro, and an experimental variety. But it doesn't say what the experimental variety is. It just says an experimental variety. So very juicy. Just very um, just a nice hazy, juicy bomb. And I'm really enjoying it. Just like every other IPA I've ever had from those guys. And um, yeah, I really like it. Never been awesome. disappointed yet. I too have yet to find a bad beer from Burial. Yeah, I really their stouts. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. They, I mean, that's what I've mostly had from them is their stouts, like the griddle. Yeah. The griddle's a killer. I love that. Yeah. One. I, had, so. I had that one. I think I have a review on there somewhere on YouTube. And I was like, mm. 
going to be a YouTube star. <laughs> <laughs> Decided that was too much work. Fair enough. So instead, you put together a beer festival, a community, <laughs> sell glassware, do so giveaways. <laughs> Editing video is terrible. Yeah. Well, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> and my job is to wrap this section up. So we'll be right back. I'm sure we'll put some plugs in here for first sip or somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be right back with segment two where we get we get in on the Netflix. <laughs> it's the start it's of eight. Good. This is going to get so good. It's the start of eight <laughs> weeks of torture for us, but Ryan's here for the first week. Yes. <laughs> so, this is self-inflicted. <laughs> We did this to ourselves. So, all right, grab another beer. We'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, Hop Nation USA listeners. This is Adam on our beautiful episode 150. That's that's all we're going to do about it. We're just going to mention it. Uh, we're not going to celebrate it. Uh, Steve is back, I think. I'm still here. Steve is here. Ryan, don't leave. From, he, he can't leave. You're not allowed to leave. Well, I'm stuck in the computer. Nobody knows this. <laughs> I've achieved transference. <laughs> You've reached the final level. You've reached your goal. That's right. <laughs> Steve will live on forever now. That's right. <laughs> Ryan, uh, welcome back. Fueled by Hops, our guest host. No longer just a guest. I'm a, we'll yeah, to, I'm a recurring host. Yes, we'll have to get you a t-shirt or an armband or something. Yeah, I want a hat. Like one of those, um, remember those old hats like in the 20s that had like the the press thing in it, you know, like like the press guys would wear? Oh, I yeah. want one of those. Oh, it should be with a press card. <laughs> yes, with a Hop Nation USA press card. Mm, okay. Yes. Well, Infield I, reporter, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm s- that just reminds me of the days when we were going to send Sam out in a pith helmet. Gil Dushia reporting. We need to get him back on and get him a helmet. Yeah, we can do that now that we have Zoom. And he has yes. Zoom. So, yeah, we can do that. Sam no longer has excuses. I know, exactly. Nobody has any excuses. We're all trapped in our homes. <laughs> Sorry, if I have the technology and know how to run it, anybody can do it. Yeah, Sam's excuse will be it's a work computer, so we can't use it for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you guys uh, reload with new beers? No, I'm drinking a crowler. <laughs> <laughs> so? So I didn't finish a crowler in the five minutes that we took a break. <laughs> I did reload. I got another burial beer, actually, because I'm just going oh, to nice. this... Uh, Stick on this uh this this burial run here, but I got the departure from the dawn. It's an IPA that they put out, seven point six percent. This is their collab with Bearded Iris. You can see there. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know a whole lot about it, but I know it's double dry hopped with Rowaka, Vic Secret, Citrus Cryo, and Columbus Cryo. So nice. Excited to try this one. Nice. 
Uh, for myself, I did grab another one. Uh, this is the Coconut Contender. Uh, this is from Duckfoot. I think they're out of, out of California somewhere. This was picked up uh, by one of the friends of the show, uh, Haley and Bubba. I know they, uh, they're able to help us out. Got us one of these. Uh, when they went out to, I think it was California, San Diego, if I'm remembering correctly. So it's been sure that's a around. good beer city. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. They have one or two good beers out there. Yeah, well, yes, they are. Them. They are out of uh, San Diego. Uh, so it's gonna have 150 pounds of toasted coconut added to their batch uh, of their West Coast IPA. I repeat, this is a West Coast IPA. Oh, that shows how deep into the archives I'm getting. That shows that you're really just cleaning it all out. <laughs> I'm cleaning it all out. Uh, it's all gotta go. So yeah, I didn't get anything new, but I was drinking Cides earlier today for lunch. Nice. <laughs> and as you can see, I had a Cider Boys Grand Mimosa. Ooh, it's pretty good. It, it I mean, it just tasted. Yeah, it tasted just like a mimosa, but you know, with a little bit of tartness to it. Mm-hmm. Cider Boys is pretty good with like these uh, mashup ciders that they have going on they have like uh i think they have a pineapple one they have strawberry ones it's just like a shitload of fruit shitload of other fruit dumped in to uh, an apple cider it's, nice it's good it's good shit i love it where is where is cider boys out of i don't know <laughs> all right I, I, <laughs> okay i pick it up in ohio and that's all i know about it <laughs> so since it's from ohio it could be from anywhere that's right. Because <laughs> Ohio seems to be like the nexus of distribution. Yeah. And in case anybody was wondering, uh, despite the new rules about uh, liquor, you can still buy beer in Ohio. Oh, did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Now the Kroger is going to be getting a visit soon. Yeah. It, it's after ridic- I get my Grist House beer. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous because there, I go to a Giant Eagle in Ohio and it has a state store inside of it but you can't buy liquor at the state store if you have a PA license, but all the wine and beer outside of the state store in the giant Eagle, you can buy. <laughs> so do they have it like taped off or something? Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. They have a line. You got to check in and everything. It is. Oh man. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, uh, just to jump back for a sec. Cider boys is out of Stevens point with Quentin. Yeah. Okay. It's Quentin. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but so yeah, they should be making some cheddar cider soon. Oh, no, I thought you're about. I thought you were about to say they should be making some cheddar off of all the cider they're selling. That would actually be pretty good. That that would make a lot more. Can I change my answer? Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, just overdub what you said over what I said, and nobody will know the difference. Gotcha. <laughs> Work your magic, Steve. All right. Well, I'm gonna deal with this thing, and while we do that. Ah, it's time to get into Netflix content. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that newfangled Netflix I hear is an up and comer. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Netflix comes original programming, and original programming includes this new show called Bruise Brothers. And boy, oh boy, do I think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hide it. <laughs> no, you're not even just gonna you know tease the audience or anything. I'm not gonna tease the audience. If anybody else has other opinions, that's where the surprises come. <laughs> oh. I think it's a good show. I enjoy There's your it. surprise. Yeah. 
defend yourself. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was, but I, I started watching it and I, I started on episode one. The only reason I watched it was because you, you told me we were going to be talking about it. So I was like, well, I got to watch it. So I didn't even know it existed, to be honest. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, I started watching it and uh, I was like, wow, this thing kind of sucks. Cause I was like going into it real biased because <laughs> you said it sucked. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this thing, this show sucks. I was like, it looks like it was shot with somebody's iPhone, which I'm still, still think it was shot with an iPhone. It is pretty very possible. budget stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, very possible. But I started watching it and I got sucked into it and like the storyline, the characters, I still don't know any of their names, but I watched the whole first season <laughs> and I was actually kind of entertained. It was pretty funny at times. It's definitely stoner comedy, but it, it's pretty entertaining at times. It's not terrible. Well, it's from one of the co-creators of the league, correct? Mm -hmm. So at least there should be some level of pedigree there because the league to me is is probably one of the best shows in the last 15 years. It was a very, oh, I love the league. Yeah. The league was fantastic, but I think part of what made the league fantastic was that there, the, just the pedigree of the comedians that were on that show with, uh, uh, with Nick Kroll and, uh, like um, Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear, like the level of improv that they could achieve. Cause that was most of the show was improv. Yep. It's very true. Yeah. Bruce brothers is not that way. Not at all. Bru- <laughs> no. Bruce brothers is in, it is a very try hard show. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the main things that glares at you is that it, it's super try hard and you can tell it wants to be the league or it wants to be always sunny, but everything is like scripted in a very, just, I don't know, herky jerky fashion. I'll say that, you know, Ryan, you watched the entire series. We're watching it kind of one episode at a week. So I am open to this thing getting better, but this first episode was one of the worst things of tv i've ever watched <laughs> it does get better it does get better okay good I, i've heard that good. from other people as well the, but... the production value actually goes up a little bit after the pilot so they hmm. must have uh must have gotten a little bit of money or something i don't know but it just seems a little a little bit better put together towards the end there okay because i could tell you that episode one was oh boy <laughs> <laughs> it was bad I, the uh what was the brother's name? oh adam the the skinny one yeah <laughs> He, he was he wasn't just unlikable he was he's unrealistic yes yes yeah, that's like, a very good way of putting it brewers don't really talk like that <laughs> you know no. just, he's a, he's like, an unlikable unrealistic mary sue yeah it, because like it seems like of all the characters he gets the most to do because like he's the best brewer but also he has that weird jerk off thing going and then he also has <laughs> this other thing going and it's just like, what the hell? Like, eh. it's too much. It's definitely yeah. too much for yeah. his character. And the other one, the other brother, Wilhelm or whatever his name is, um, isn't really a likable character either. I find myself liking the girl and Chewy more than the two main characters of the show. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yes. Uh, I, I will completely agree with that. It just, it just wasn't, I, I, they gave me no reason to root for them. Mm. Right. Yeah. Good point. And, and and that's the comparison I was drawing with Always Sunny is that Always Sunny, all five main characters are shitbirds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they are. Yeah. And that's the charm of the show. But the thing about this show is, like you guys were saying, is you kind of want to like 
the female employee that's there that again it's so hard to remember any other names <laughs> yeah sarah 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 okay yeah. so you you kind of want to like sarah because she isn't really doing anything wrong she's just beholden to these shitbirds that she works for well she actually she's almost is, like she is oh, doing ahead. something wrong yeah, it, it, it comes out in later episodes well no her, spoilers we can't do that yeah, her her, <laughs> her character gets a little bit of depth let me tell you that okay okay that's good that's, that's good because that was the other thing was the uh her and uh who was the assistant brewer chewy chewy, chewy. 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 yeah yeah they, they they didn't have much to work with there no yeah chewy's just kind of like out, slapstick stuff like yeah they didn't mm-hmm. flesh the characters out whatsoever compared to that adam character that already had already had three or four things that he could you know explore so to speak yeah, yeah. Yeah, on top of on top of being the brother, on top of being the supposed best brewer, despite losing every brewing mm. competition uh, that we see him involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I will, he, go ahead. I'm going to say this because um, th- th- I just I just have to say it. I'm not going to try to spoil it, but I'm going to say that there are some storylines that start coming out towards the end that become very predictable. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Especially uh, with Sarah. Especially with Sarah. Okay. Yeah. I, I. I mean, it's almost predictable from the fact that I just don't. It, the writing is so bad that I can just tell. <laughs> it's just so bad that I can just tell at some point she winds up a love interest of one of the two brothers. Like and it doesn't. The silence <laughs> says it all right there. Yeah, I can. I can just predict it. Like it isn't because it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> like you could probably predict the ending if you thought long and hard enough about it you can mm-hmm. predict the ending of the first season no season two? Oh no Ooh. for sure that could be that could be stretching it there's for it sure was good be. it was entertaining but like i don't know i mean i guess there is for sure going to be one but it, I don't know, it, it you'll see right. you'll see i don't want to that's fair we'll, we'll so get there. we'll get there steve steve for full disclosure how many episodes have you watched so far i've honestly only watched the one okay all right yeah. same I here I, i've only watched episode one myself i'm trying to keep it I'm, we gotta we gotta get through eight weeks of this yeah it it, it was I, f- I thought that episode was so bad and i just couldn't like stomach watching another one but then <laughs> i thought about it and i was like you know what for content's sake let's just only watch one a week <laughs> but yeah that first one was so awful like it and that goes into let's see if i can get probably one of the worst parts about this show and uh oops no. oh do you have a clip well not a clip no, i was gonna right. bring up uh let's see i hate this program because i don't use it more than once a week <laughs> you would be a terrible letterman guest these characters. So I see yeah. what they're trying to do with those characters. Yeah. But I think they cranked it up just a little too much too early. These it's a little annoying pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. These are the Raffi characters of the league without mm. being funny, <laughs> <laughs> without but having any depth. <laughs> I want to eat at their food truck. Did you see the menu of their food truck? It looks fantastic. <laughs> That's such a great idea. Like, I want to do that in Pittsburgh. Like, the kids' menu. Yeah, f- yeah. for the people who haven't seen the show yet, it, they we're talking about the two food truck owners who work outside of the brewery. And obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see them. But uh, 
yeah, they own a food truck called the Kids Menu, and it just serves a bunch of kids menu things like chicken tendies and corn dogs and apple slices and juice boxes. So yeah, it's not it's not a terrible idea for a food truck, but somebody's gonna pick it up. Yeah, the characters are just insufferable. Yeah, they're terrible, and they're just, yeah, they're just awful. And then like you don't even actually find out their names till the end of the episode. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, I, I did. Pick I, up I, on like, I did because like, <laughs> the whole natural food thing with the kids menu, like that, just doesn't jive together for me. Right. Uh, it, that that was definitely a. It, it's a great concept, but like you can't like. Are there all natural hot dogs? Like I don't. I don't know, but like it just doesn't doesn't come together for me. No, it, it was kind of a lazy throwaway joke, uh, of mm. just because the show is in California, so they feel the need to like it every food truck locally sources and has all natural ingredients. So I don't know. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah it, I don't know. It didn't jive. What jives even less is the joke where they have the guy whose name is Elvis mm. sitting on a toilet inside the truck, yeah. <laughs> taking a shit and then serves a sandwich from the griddle while he was taking a shit. That wasn't a sandwich. That was a gift. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> The, that makes so little sense and like it's not it, like that's an airplane kind of level joke except for maybe it's more of a disaster movie level joke <laughs> so like, the one the one thing that I, that I find interesting with a lot of those jokes is where do you go from here right because because uh, you know we've referenced back to always sunny and some of those shows like the league where there was a bit of a buildup in the, of the ridiculousness, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of it, it built, it expanded, and, you know, it it got to that point semi reasonably, if that makes sense. Like, no, okay, I mean, they they yeah. did X, so Y isn't that much more of a stretch. Right. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, if you compare the first season of the league to the later seasons, like they're nowhere near as fucking wild. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. In this first episode, you have that main character, the Mary Sue Brewer Adam. He gets licked off by a dog, like in the middle of the brewery. Where do you go from there? There's like, <laughs> like that, that was just a <laughs> already have like proxy bestiality. What <laughs> can you never say that sentence again, please? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just invented it literally the second <laughs> proxy bestiality. <laughs> but yeah, where where do you go from there? Because again, even Always Sunny was still a little restrained as well. Mm-hmm. And it's through those later seasons that you build upon stuff. There's nothing to build upon when you're already giving away, like you give away everything at once and it still isn't that funny. Yeah. And, and that just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know there's a lot of people who just kind of, I don't know, gave up on the show midway through the first episode, but. Oh, it, it's been crazy on Twitter. Like Twitter has been like going nuts over Bruce yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Like every brewer I know is, is shitting on this show like crazy. <laughs> yeah. People are mad. <laughs> they are mad. It's just, I don't know. Like, I mean, I found it kind of entertaining. Um some of the characters were a little annoying. I was really annoyed by the way they brought the other brother back into the show. Yeah. I, I thought the way they did that was just really like, okay, he just shows up one day because this girl called him and 
okay, they're going to make up after what, at least a dozen years where they didn't talk. Right. It's like, Oh, all of a sudden, boom. Okay. You know, everything's back to normal. Like there just wasn't enough like build up at that point. Like they should have been hounding each other or something like that. Like it just went right to it. Yeah. It, and that goes back to just like general bad writing is mm-hmm. that one, there, there was no inciting incident. Yeah. It, and that's what would have caused the brothers to come back together. Yeah. There needs so to be the, something like the business was falling apart or something and he needed the other brother to come help him lift it back up or it mm-hmm. just wasn't any of that. It was just, Hey, I'm back. <laughs> right. And then the other problem is again, bad writing with, there was no B story. So if you watch like other general sitcoms and especially, I don't know, I've been rewatching parks and rec, but like you'll, you'll have the A story, which would be like something featuring Leslie and Ben doing something. And then the B story would be something with Andy and April doing something. And so you get, you get, you know, little snippets of each and you have something to cut back and forth between in this episode, everything is Adam or B story is also Adam. <laughs> so it's yeah. not. And again, that lends to like him having too much and Sarah and Chewie not having enough. Right. You don't get a break. Right. You don't get a break from the obnoxiousness of the brothers. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's why it's just general bad writing. And, and it's kind of a shame because I will to give a compliment to the show. I will say I feel like the brewery the brewery and the brewing process representation is all a lot better than you would get normally. I agree. Yeah. It it almost seemed like they spent too much time making sure they got the brewing side right and then forgot about the story side of things. Yeah, they forgot to write anything else. <laughs> <laughs> The whole beer name thing, like I, 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 I understand what they're doing with the whole Rodman's and like the, you know, sexual innuendos and his, in his beer names. But I just feel like that was just like a little bit, that was, it was like pushed too much or something like that. Like it's, you know, what was the one? Yeah. Perfect head. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. There, there was no, no nuance. Yeah, right, it. Right. it was very in your face. What was the one? It was like XXX Extreme or something like that. Like, well, that was the name of the brewery. Oh, really? It, yeah, I it was like it was Rodman's. It was it was XXX Extreme Rodman's or something like that. Uh, okay, right. Rodman's was in the name as well, but yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. The 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 beer names. I felt like that was again. It was too much. But also at the same time, it's very on brand for mm. breweries in general of just making a bunch of puns for and putting it on the board. So it, okay. I thought I thought that was okay. I didn't love it, but <laughs> I mean they they did get that part right. And as yeah. somebody who appreciates a good pun, <laughs> I was okay with it. <laughs> I will I say though, that. my favorite part of the show is Chewy. I think Chewy's character is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like he's like a you know. I don't even know how he, he's not really a brewer, but he's just like an assistant who mops the floor and has all these side hustles and is a life coach and stuff. Like I just, I think his character is really, really good. It's really entertaining. Okay. See, I didn't like dislike him again. Cause we're only on one episode in. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't dislike him, but like, I didn't feel like he really had any defining quality about him in the first yeah. episode. You could tell he's just there for like the, you know, cut to something really funny and stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> lighten the mood. Okay, boom, pull Chewie in. Like you could mm-hmm. tell he's there for a reason, but I think his character is really good. 
Well, hopefully we find that later on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, literally, I just, I, I mean that. Just There's so much I want to tell you about the show, but I, we can't talk about it. It's really fun. You got to bring you me back for like week eight or something. Yeah, we'll maybe bring you back for week eight or maybe week 10. We'll bring. bring Wait, how many weeks is this thing? How many 10? episodes are there? There's eight. Or there's eight? I thought oh, there's eight. Ten. Yep, there's eight. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Eight. eight. Uh, I can deal with eight. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> you're right. It's eight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's eight. Sorry, Crowler was getting in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is eight. One too many X's. Yeah, so yeah, maybe we'll bring you back for the season finale. And we'll, you can, we can talk about everything again. I hope we have at least one of the two of you changed that you enjoyed the show. I thought it was good. It was good. It, I, I laughed. I thought it was funny. I, I have a hunch which one of us would be the change, mm-hmm. and I can tell you it's not going to be Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Very Steve possible. has a, a much keener eye when it comes to writing and pacing and things like that. I, I'm just a dumb brick when it comes to TV. I am. I, I can am be much lot, more easily swayed. <laughs> I am a lot more critical. Yes, I will say that. <laughs> and uh, it, it, again, it just. Yeah. It feels, I don't know, it feels so forced, so, so forced on everything, on every front. And it just, uh, even t- again, we're talking about how it's, you know, it, it is made by uh, one of the guys who was involved with the league. And then they brought on Steve Ranazisi, the least funny member of the league. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, they're, they're trying so hard to make people believe that this show is funny. And it just... Mm. It's at least in the first episode. Yeah, at least in the yeah. first episode. And, and you, have, as, as somebody who is rewatching Parks and Rec right now, Steve, you have to admit the first season was nowhere near what it was when it got into the, you know, season four, five, and six. Oh no, no, every uh, and that's every show. Every show does require like time to define characters. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't know when you get right out the box and be like awful and obnoxious and unlikable yeah it's it's so hard (laughs) like i would even say like always sunny they didn't become truly unlikable until maybe three seasons in i'd say like the first couple seasons you root for them as underdogs is a little bit but like season three then it becomes apparent i think season three is when they start doing the uh what do you think's behind that door marked pirate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you when you get into that and they start invading other businesses and like harming people then you're like oh these are bad people <laughs> these are just no good nicks <laughs> yeah these are the villains <laughs> oh, well i i'm willing to go in with an open mind I, I, also... me too well I, I said i'm willing to watch the entire season because i've committed us to eight weeks of this now <laughs> yeah yeah you have yeah yeah <laughs> You can tell, like, after the pilot episode, either, like, they got some new writers in or, like, some new resources of some kind because, mm-hmm. like, the whole, like, production value of it kind of goes up a little bit. So, the the writing does get better. The, okay. okay. The, the production does get better. Um, I mean, it still ends, like, like, I'm still convinced it was done on an iPhone. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll see some of the stuff you, you guys are talking about. Like, you'll see it kind of comes together. So, it, uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it gets better. It gets better. Yeah. I, and the fact that you're saying that it, it does make sense. It's just, I guess for me, it's a little surprising because usually when Netflix 
buys something or like, cause Netflix's name is all over this. They're yep. saying this is an original series. So it, it, it feels like it doesn't usually work like regular television. Regular television is you shoot a pilot mm-hmm. and then you pitch it and then you show it. And then sometimes that pilot airs. Netflix Netflix always seems to be more of, oh, we're just going to do 10 at once or we're going to do eight at once. Mm. There's no real actual pilot. We're just doing everything. So it's like some some series you can see that with, I I guess you would say, like, look at all the Marvel series they put out. Mm. There's never like a first episode that feels different from the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. It's all one long story being told. So, yeah, I guess if this one was done in more conventional TV methods of they had this pilot and they shopped it around and Netflix happened to buy it and then produced the remaining seven episodes, then, yeah, you'll get a different quality. So, yeah, I, I, think, that's, I think that's what happened to that. Or okay. they, they started on that route and then they were like, eh, you know what, this kind of sucks. So let's bring in some <laughs> of our people <laughs> and see if we can uh, pick this thing up. But let's not redo the pilot because that's too much money. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> and, well, and in that case, we're gonna we're gonna continue through this path whether we like it or not. <laughs> Steve has committed us. Yeah. And, and to be fair, again, back to the fact that they're doing a better representation of brewing and beer culture. They did actually film in a brewery in California. So it's you know, it's it's not all wrong. It's just a lot of the jokes did not work at all. They, they fell flat. Yeah, there, there are a lot, a lot of them that do fall flat, but that's kind of the comedy that I kind of like. So, like to me, <laughs> when a joke falls flat, that's funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Well, see, that's different. That's just different intention. That's just you laughing at. <laughs> I'll say, like, my wife watched it with me, and she enjoyed it too. So, hmm. you know, it's I don't know. I, it, just keep watching. All right. I want to come back for episode four and I want to come back for episode eight. So I want to see how you are in the middle and I want to see how you are at the end. <laughs> okay. Right. We'll see. We'll see about that. I'll, I'll definitely, we'll bring, we'll definitely bring you back for episode eight. There we I, ha- I have a list of guests that I'm trying to collate from all different uh, parts of the country and different. Uh, I have a friend I'd like to bring on who does movie reviews on the regular that I'd like to bring on to have him talk about this because he also is in the beer culture. So he's probably way more entertaining to me. So yeah. <laughs> do bring him on. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a, all, all different walks of life. I want to hear about on this show. Also, we have to bring back Jason Sircone for this. So he's way like, more entertaining than me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a guy that sits around and talks about beer releases all day. Like, <laughs> there's really not a whole lot entertaining about me. Well, we're just guys that sit around talking about guys that sit around and talk about beer releases. So, <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah, that's all we do is promote you and Cans Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> it is stuff's more entertaining than me. Jeez, I'm way at the bottom of the list here. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so what do you guys think of the beers that you're drinking? Uh, Steve, well, we already talked about yours. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still with it. I assume it's still good. Yes. Maybe just a little bit warmer. Just a little bit. But the, uh, Ryan, what do, you, uh, what do you think of what you got going on? I'll tell you what, this um, Departure from the Dawn, I'm actually liking it more than the uh, Tone in the Barbarian that I had earlier. Uh, just a really, really great – it's very citrusy. It's, like, really what I need right now. So, um I haven't really had like a 
a nice like citrusy bomb beer. I've been drinking like last night I drank the uh, Black Clouds breakfast. So I was like in a real big stout mood last night. So today I'm coming in like in a real hazy, juicy mood. And this one is just doing an excellent job of um, making my palate happy. So I'm extremely happy with this one. Right on, right on. So for me with the, uh, the coconut contender uh, by Duckfoot, you guys would like it. I, I probably don't. would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, but that's because of my sensibilities, not saying anything about the craftsmanship of the beer, but uh, it's not for me. It's, it's definitely uh, on the West coast IPA side of things. So Steve, I know you would like it. Yeah. West coast IPA with coconut. Yeah. I'm there for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would be in there, but uh, for me personally, yeah, yeah, not so much, but I'm going to finish it. I'm a trooper. Right on. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's not awful. It's just not to my sensibilities. Okay. So uh, just quickly, we uh, we're doing a new thing on the show, Ryan, where we can't do the podium where th- with the bronze, silver, and gold. But what we can do is just say, is there anybody you'd be willing to trade with? Is there anybody who had a beer tonight that you would rather have? I can personally say would I would rather have the Tone and the Barbarian from Burial because I want to drink all Burial. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to say no. I am just a Burial lover, and I'm going to hog it all. So um, when I get my hands on it, I love it. And so I don't think I'd want to trade with anybody, to be honest with you. That's fair. Uh, for me, the uh, the Southern Tier, I'm keeping that one. But the Duckfoot, I I'll trade that for another one. I don't know if it's gonna be any better for me, but I'll I'll trade. Just try <laughs> something different. <laughs> Just to try somebody else. Yeah. I've never had the 3X IPA, so maybe that would be kind of interesting to 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 try that one out, but we'll see. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the three X IPA before, so that's why I'm all willing to trade for burial. <laughs> <laughs> that is burial. Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan, how about you give final plugs for the show? Let everybody know where they can find you, your community, and uh, anything about Fueled Fest. Anything you want to talk about, go. Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to reach us online is our blog. It is fueledbyhops.com. We have on there, we've been posting up all kinds of releases and interviews and um, all of our podcasts make their way there. Um, you can also get links to our Facebook group, which is where all the action happens with Fuel by Hops. It's kind of where we started as, as a Facebook group. Um, so you can find links there. Um, but just hit the um, hit the blog. Check that out. You can hit us on social as well. We're on Instagram as at Fueled by Hops underscore. We're on Twitter at Fuel by Hops. And on Facebook, our page is at Fuel by Hops as well. And if you want to know more about Fueled Fest 412, the rescheduled beer festival that we're putting on in the fall, just head to www.fueledbyhops.com forward slash fieldfest 412 and you'll get all the details there. We're going to release everything as we get it back. So um, just keep checking that site and you'll see all the breweries that are coming and all the times and how many sessions we're doing and all that good stuff. Right on. And if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and any other cast carrier that you can think of. And of course, we're now on YouTube for the time being. And if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because 
We are a six-star show, but they only let us pee in five. <laughs> and that's a worse crime than the pilot <laughs> episode of Bruise Brothers. <laughs> so, yes, uh, again, thanks, Ryan, for coming on. Uh, we'll definitely have you back for the season finale to talk yes, about I'm this. looking forward to it. And we Other beer things. Yeah. That might that episode might wind up being like like eight people on that episode or something. Just a big Mega zoom, cast. Just That's a big a zoom meeting. Just a big zoom meeting. I'm good with that. Yeah. But we'll, hey, we'll probably all still be sitting in our houses, so but that uh, good chance. Good <laughs> chance. Well could be. <laughs> I still yeah. I still will be. I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> Well, all right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Hope you enjoyed. We'll be back next week with episode 151 and episode two mm-hmm. and more beers, more people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's, that's all I need to tell you. Uh, yeah. Go but buy your yeah. stuff on tpublic.com. Yeah, tpublic.com. Check it out. Hop Nation USA. We got good shirts. Ryan bought one. <laughs> it, I love it. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Cheers.